Second floor, digestive medicine department. One of my favorite things about Cindy and me is that we're almost never both down at the same time. If one of us is having a tough go with the hassle du jour, not hesitating to dramatically overreact, by the way, to elicit maximum sympathy from the other, but enough about me, the other of us is usually in a good enough place to extend the all-important shoulder to whimper on. It's just always kind of worked out that way. It's like a Newton's third law of motion, only for relationships. For every action, reaction, or overreaction, there is an equal and opposite tempering influence. This especially comes into play when we travel. I'm Jeff Hoyt. This is Hoytus Interruptus. Cindy and I travel a lot, or used to in the before times. We've been to places where you get shots for diphtheria, typhoid, yellow fever, malaria, all your favorite deadly maladies. And when you visit these places, things don't always go smoothly. So it's important that we not let ourselves both get swept under by unfamiliar customs or languages or currency or whatever other challenges come up. If one of us is beating our head against the wall trying to make something happen and just getting more and more frustrated, the other needs to be that equal and opposite force, and we're pretty good at that. We've even noticed that this strange, unspoken travel law of motion extends to our intestinal health. Cindy and I have been places and eaten things where it would be so easy for us both to wind up sick as dogs and unable to help ourselves, much less each other. But if viral or bacterial infections go on the rampage, for some reason, they only ever take one of us down, while the other sits close by, offering encouraging words like, there, there, or this will all be over soon. It seems trivial, but having that calm voice in your ear does kind of matter when you're at your most vulnerable. One time, driving in South Texas, Cindy got into some bad guacamole at lunch. After pulling over three times so she could adorn the shoulder, I had to check us into the only motel I could find. It was an absolute dump. There were no linens on the bed, and the only light source was a bare bulb hanging from a cord. But at least it had a bathroom, and a perch from which I could offer my there-theirs. Another time, I got so violently ill on the plane home from Mexico, and apologies once again to the poor bastard sitting next to me, that when we landed in Dallas, Cindy had to help me up the jetway and lay me down on the floor behind an empty ticket counter. No way was I going to make our connecting flight home to Seattle, so Cindy arranged for a wheelchair and rolled me to the on-site airport hotel, where I returned to my regularly scheduled spewing, already in progress. In Marrakesh, Cindy got so sick that we had to cancel a three-day trip through the Atlas Mountains. A camel ride into the desert was not exactly a tempting substitute for a clean hotel bathroom. My trips to the pharmacy up the road, where they spoke no English, were hilarious. Fortunately, the sign language for projectile vomiting appears to be universally understood. I tell these tales because I know you've been there. We all have. But see what I mean? How lucky that somehow we've never gotten sick on vacation at the same time. That is... Until Sayulita, we wanted to revisit this beautiful Mexican beach resort town. 
Our first trip there had been great, but our Gringo Hill condo was a sweaty 15-minute walk from beach and town, so this time we wanted to hear the waves and be right in the heart of things. There'd be energy, there'd be music, there'd be great food, just a few minutes' walk in any direction. The people watching from our second-floor balcony would be epic. And that first day was all that we wanted it to be. Super fun. Except that the town was installing a new sewage treatment plant just a couple hundred feet away. And even though they denied, and still deny, that this was a problem, we're pretty sure it was a problem. Folks were getting sick. If we'd been paying attention that first day to all the people on the beach and in the restaurants who were ordering 7-Up instead of 24-inch margaritas, maybe we could have avoided the consequences, but nope. Cindy got sick. And that meant we were going to be shut-ins for a while. But that's okay. I know this drill. I would make decisions, get drugs, play nurse, in a single bound. But then, a few hours later, I got sick too, leaving us fresh out of sympathetic ears. This was a first in our 40-plus years together. We started by alternating shifts in the bathroom, but eventually our busy puking schedule began to overlap, and we were side by side, one of us actually having to use the wastebasket. At times, we had this almost comical call-and-response rhythm going. Oh yeah? I see your blah, and raise you blah. Instead of there, there, it was, whoa, there's a color I've never seen outside the human body. We tried to keep our sense of humor, but that's hard to do when your equal and opposite tempering influence is also in full barf mode. After two sleepless nights, the worst of it had passed. We could finally turn off the air conditioner and throw open the balcony doors for a day-long nap in the fresh sea air to help us regain our strength. But remember how we wanted to be in the heart of the action? Every party animal who wasn't throwing up in their room was gathered on beach chairs right below us. There were dudes and surfers everywhere, beach vendors loudly hawking their wares, and the music, oh my gosh... To the left of us was a horn-centric strolling mariachi band who played for tips all day long. To the right of us was an open-air bar blasting a repetitive, throbbing techno beat all day long. After a while, I don't know, chalk it up to our exhaustion or semi-delirium, the two genres began to actually sound like they were kind of working together. And we realized we had discovered a new musical life form. We had discovered Techniachi. Maybe I should reach out to that British techno DJ, what's his name, Carl Cox, and ask him if he's ever considered a mashup with Guantanamera. I'll try to keep my expectations low. From an island in the upper left-hand corner of the lower 48, that's Hoytus Interruptus. I'm Jeff Hoyt.